What's up and welcome into a fresh Locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. Up ahead on today's episode, we're reacting to all the sights and sounds of Bulls Media Day for Monday afternoon. We heard from Arturis, the new president of our faith in this Bulls organization. We heard from Billy Donovan, head coach. We heard from Zach Levine, incumbent all-star. We heard from newcomers like DeMar DeRozan and Lonzo Ball. We also heard from Nikola Vucevic. We heard from everybody. We're breaking it all down now on a fresh Locked On Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome into Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big Dave at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. You can follow us at Locked On Bulls. Shoot us an email, LockedOnBulls at gmail.com or hit us up on that text and voicemail line at 331-979-1369 for our weekly mailbag episodes. Big Dave, we are recording this late Monday afternoon. Um, We just saw the countless glories of a brand new day. Bulls Media Day at the Advocate Center. There's a lot of stuff to get to. Um, First, uh, we're going to start with AK and Billy, then we're going to work our way through the players. What was the one thing, though, that just made you smile? Before we get to AK and, 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 and Donovan's talks, what was the one thing that made you crack the biggest smile on Media Day? Yeah, man, it's the, it's the most important thing. Uh, don't want to bury the lead here. It's the most important thing. The Bulls are wearing white at home. The Bulls are wearing white at home! Oh, my God! The joy that radiated from my soul when they saw that, man, when I saw those jerseys on him. And Boots was the first one I saw. When I saw him come out in that white jersey, oh, I was like, wait, no, wait, it's happening! Oh, my God! It was the only thing on my list. It was the last thing on my list. Y'all know I had a list, a hit list. It was the last thing. He hit everything on my hit list. I'm officially ready for the season. I am pumped, Matt. They wear white at home. It's only right. It's only right, baby. It's only right. Let's go. Oh, Big Dave, I don't want to rain on your parade, but are we sure that just because they wore white jerseys at media day, that it means they're going to be wearing white at home this season. I, I mean, I'll, I see the correlation, and I uh, had the same thought you did because they've been in red jerseys for media yes. day for the last several years. Yes, as they have also for the last several years been wearing red at yeah. home. I yeah. want you to be right, but I'm not convinced that you are. I feel that, and I understand that, Matt. But I think it's that correlation is that every single media day, and it's like this for every team, they wear their home colors at home. Because they're at home and they're wearing their stuff. If you look at the Wolves, they had on their white. If you look at Philly, they had on their blue. I mean, it's just what it is. It's not like the Lakers are wearing purple at media day. They're going to have on their gold at home, okay? So And when, and when they did uh, uh, the Miami Heat, when they did theirs, Miami Heat had on their white. They had on their home whites at home. I haven't seen the Bulls wear white for media day since they were doing media day when they were a home team. Like, the first thing that pops into my head is, is when they got Carlos Boozer. And I remember the pictures of, of Derrick Rose and Carlos Boozer and Joe Kim Noah. I still have that picture. And they were wearing white because the Bulls wore white at home. 
when they were wearing red, that's all you saw was red, 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 red. We haven't seen white at home in almost four or five years, Matt. No, it's happening. I know it's happening because AK has my list. And I know he saw it, man. He said, oh, yeah, let me put a little more sprinkle in that stew that you like that I'm making, baby. Let me put a little more in there for you, big day. I got you, baby. Oh, I can't tell you how good this feels, man. I've been crying about this. You know this. I read it about this on, on Bulls Outsiders. I read it about this on Ball on Bulls. I'm telling on Twitter. It's I'm on Twitter. I just go crazy about it all the time, man. And just to see it, Matt. No, it's happening. I'm I'm convinced. It's ha- I just talk right. myself into it. <laughs> your convinced. your passion for getting the Bulls to switch back to white at home, I feel like, is your version of my passion about the intro video and how the you know the cgi bulls no longer run through the bus making it explode like yeah, it did back yeah. in the old days yeah, we cool. feel very passionately about these two <laughs> subjects we got to get them both fixed maybe yes. we're gonna see the bulls wearing white at home this season once again oh. i would love that it would i think it would signal like the rebirth that yes. year two of an uh, of an organizational overhaul and all this new mm-hmm. you know uh roster overhaul it would it would signal that in a very beautiful, pure way. Yeah. If it's um, anybody that knows the the point of white at home, it's AK, who is a huge Bulls fan. He knows the point of white at home. He knows it. It's happening. <laughs> that's true. Uh, and speaking of AK, let's dive in, Big Dave. Um, not surprisingly, he was asked about the tampering investigation that is still ongoing, yes. and he politely said, "Yeah, I can't talk about that." So <laughs> yes, he did. No surprise there. No update there. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about a lot of different things with AK. I thought a couple of things that, that I really enjoyed him saying was that he was pleasantly surprised by all these free agents that wanted to come here. Like, yes. he and Mark Eversley did their homework. They made their pitches. They went and talked to these players. Obviously, with DeRozan in particular, his pre-existing relationship with Eversley, I'm sure, was a big factor. But that AK was willing enough to say, and, and humble enough to say, it was pleasantly surprising that these guys yeah. wanted to come play here. It's like, oh snap, y'all, y'all, I don't have to talk that much. Oh snap, okay, great. <laughs> so you guys see things are changing. It was because Chicago still means something. You know what I mean? And we know mm-hmm. how our, our guy John Sabine always gets into it with us about markets and things mm-hmm. like that. I, I think this is a good argument for why why I keep saying, you know, the Bulls are a big market. It's a big market team, it's what it is. Teams are picking to come here. I mean, players are saying, I want to come play for you, Chicago Bulls. All you did was change your front office and your coaching staff. And all they did was see Zach Levine. You know what I'm saying? Those are the two things that, that the two major things that have occurred was your front office and your coaching. They already knew Zach. They knew what Zach could do and they know his skill set and all that. But getting mm-hmm. Billy Donovan, who's a player's coach, and watching AK and Mark Eversley, and you know Mark Eversley is known throughout the NBA community. He knows these players. He knows people behind the scenes, man. So that stuff kind of matters and factors into these players when they look and see what the Chicago Bulls are doing. Please do not underestimate the fact that D. Rose was here. Do not underestimate the fact that Michael Jordan was here, Scottie Pippen and all those greats, those six titles. That still stuff means still, it still means something to these kind of players like this, man. So yeah, man, it's exciting, man. I love how AK said, well, the pitch then was we want to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's it. We got yeah, we want to win. Well, so what do you got? We want to win. That's it. What do you want to do? He also noted, you know, the moves at the deadline, getting Vooch in particular was another mm-hmm. signal to free yeah. agents out there. They're like, hey, we brought in Vooch to play with Zach. Zach's an all-star. We got two all-stars. We we're trying to win now. So come yes. join us if you want to help us try to win now. 
Um, have to mention this. I talked about this with you, Big Dave, on our Monday episode about a certain member of the Bulls beat. Shout out to our guy, Joe Kelly. I, I, I mean, it is a love-hate relationship with this guy because you knew Joe was going to Joe. You knew it. You knew and it. Boom. First question out of the gate for Bulls VP Arturis Karnaschovas was, so how do we feel about the whole Zach contract situation coming in? It's like, just threw a, threw a grenade right into the beginning of media day. Like you knew he would, like I told you he would, Big Dave. Oh yeah, I didn't. Get, you didn't get any debate out of me. We knew something was coming from Joe. We knew he was going to be the one, and you were right on time, Matt. Kabloom. <laughs> and, and 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 AK's response was great. Here it is. Here is AK quote talking about that Zach contract thing. We're mm. committed to Zach. We want him to be in Chicago for a very long period of time. Trade deadline and free agency moves kind of proved that. Mm-hmm. He has a good relationship with Billy. Good relationship with me. We feel really good about Zach and about this season. Mm. Is that is that good mm. enough for you, Joe? Is that no. good enough for you, Joe? I don't think it is. <laughs> it's, not, it's not because then he, of course, asked Zach about it too. We'll get to that later. But yeah, what yeah. a great, just very clear answer there, Big Dave. Yeah, we want to build around Zach, and look at all these pieces we brought here to play with and around Zach. Mm-hmm. Very clear, very concise. No room for anything else, but it was just facts and truth. Listen, we want him. We love him. We want him to be here long-term. That's all you really wanted to hear, right? Like, that's all you really want to hear from those guys. And nothing players love more than being wanted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, being said, hey, I want you on my team, and I'm about to show you how much I want you on my team. So it just, again, like we talked about during – we've talked about a lot, Matt, about this contract situation. I've continued to say I'm not worried about it. I'm not – at all. And this, these are the reasons why. Listen to the dude in charge talking – Telling you about this contract. Like, we about to handle this. Don't even worry about his. We want him, and we will take care of it. Next question. I love this dude, man. Stir it up, baby. Oh! It is is great to just get such clear, succinct answers from our VP. Um, And basically saying to Joe, hey, man, I know it's your job, or you think it's part of your job, to, (laughs) to, to, to stir shit up. But mm-hmm. there is no stirring here. I yes. am not going to let you stir because, yes. boom, here's the answer. Yes, we want Zach. We want Zach around a long time. And here are reasons A through Z of the proof <laughs> of that, um, which is great. And yeah. then when it comes to AK and just how very cut and dry and clear he is with his uh, his answers to questions, his stated goals, his, his yeah. MOA, I think this was my last thing I want to hit on with AK, and then we can move on sure. to Billy. AK said this when he was asked about expectations this season. Quote, there's a lot of excitement, but we are going to have to prove it every day. We Mm. have to earn it. We have to earn respect. Mm. When you think about all of the national NBA talking heads this offseason, whether it was Mm. Lonzo or DeMar or the now the collective Mm. group and all these people say, ah, Bulls, they're playing, maybe a play-in team. Maybe they'll make the eighth seed, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. AK understands that yeah, they've made some nice, flashy, you might say, moves in the offseason. And sure. they have, in under two years on the job, completely overhauled this roster, save for Zach Levine and Kobe White. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Now you have to go out and prove that all these moves that you worked hard to make happen were moves that will make you a better basketball team, that wins more games, mm-hmm. that gets to the playoffs, that competes and earns respect. Yeah, the key word of all that is earn. 
And I mean, like all of it, just earned me. He was like, okay, that's great. You say all that, that's cool. We That's basically also telling me, Matt, that we see it. <laughs> we see what's being said about us. We got it up on our board. Don't even worry about it. Mm-hmm. We looking right at it. And all that means is we're going to go earn it because the man has a fire about himself. Your boy John Paxson talked about it on the Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast, how the fire that's in AK and how much he wants to win. So you know that he's seeing this stuff and he's posting it right up and you know he's showing his players like, oh, for real? This is what they think about you, though. This is who they think you are. This is where they think you're going to wind up. What you going to do about it? Because talking ain't going to do it. I'm going to need you to go out there and do it. And that's how you earn it. You must earn that respect. So the first step of earning the respect, I think, was what they did in the offseason as an organization. See, they had to get the respect of the org- as an organization first, man. Mm-hmm. And that's what these players coming here kind of proves that, okay, we kind of re- we respect what you guys are doing. We want to be on board. We want to roll with Zach and, and move the team forward. Now the next phase of getting that respect is going out on the court and proving it. That's the next step right there. And they know it. And they're not they're not sugarcoating it at all. They're telling you, like, yeah, we know what we got to do, and we're going to go out there and handle this business. I love this so much. I love it, man. It's really exciting, man. Um, all right, so we will move on to some of our favorite words from Billy Donovan in just a minute. Yeah. But speaking of things that are exciting and wonderful, Dave, do you want to tell our listeners how they can save a whole bunch of money on reliable auto parts at rockauto.com? Shout out to my man Troy Wingate and his kid for enjoying the ad reads. Yes! Let me tell you about that wonderful place we call Rock Auto. I'll, ju- I'll just sit your- here and not read any ad reads because clearly, because <laughs> clearly they call you boring. That's clearly what they think it is, Matt. But no, I got your back, sir. I got the medicine because with the ever increasing numbers of those making models, it's impossible for your local chain store to stock all the parts you need. So why even go there? Why deal with that service person? Why deal with that smell that's going on? You don't even know what that smell is, but you just know it smells like funk and bad. That's what it is. So you don't want to deal with that. What you want to do is you want to sit at home in your comfy couch on your wonderful chair and you pull out your mobile device or you get out your laptop and you go to rockauto.com and save yourself some money. Save time. Save that money. They got prices that are reliably low for every single customer. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. They got it all. So go save yourself some money. Go to rockauto.com right now. And see all the parts that are available for your car or truck right locked on. I'm going to say it again. Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Sexton? So you know that myself and the wonderful Matt Peck sent you there. It's amazing selection. It's reliably low prices. It's all the parts your car will ever need. This one's for the kids, Troy. Rock on media day (laughs) media day rock auto big dave is much better than bears monday big day oh yeah that's a world of difference a world have you noticed the change have you noticed the change (laughs) yeah man that media day cheered me up i was i was low monday morning and man bulls media day just turned my mood right around yes they Um, did bro Moving on to Bulls head coach Billy Donovan entering his second season with this Mm -hmm. team. Um, Had a lot of interesting thoughts here as well. I thought there were some interesting comments he said about Zach and and DeMar playing together and sharing the ball. Uh, In particular, and and this is me paraphrasing, I don't have it in front of me, but 
uh, finding a way to play offensively in a system that works, that is not just your turn, my turn, your turn, my right. turn. Because to yes. me, I heard that and I thought, oh, this guy once coached Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. And he yes. needs to know, look, wow. your turn, my turn doesn't always work out, especially late in games once your opponent has started to make defensive adjustments to what you're doing. And I like that Donovan is aware of that, Dave. Wow, man, that's a great thing. I, I didn't even see it that way, but that's actually exactly right. Um, and I think the guys that they have are okay with passing the ball and spreading the ball. I mean, we saw DeMar DeRozan and how how he averaged like almost seven assists a game when he was in San Antonio. We know Zach Levine is definitely unselfish. You saw more of that in Team USA. You know Lonzo Ball is the definition of unselfish. That's all he wants to be. Patrick Williams, you know Patrick Williams is unselfish. You know Vooch is unselfish. Like all their, everybody in their starting five loves to pass the ball and loves to get everybody involved. So, it, I can see how people have that worry and concern because on paper, you got three guys that can score 20 plus points a game. That's just a mm -hmm. fact. So you're like, man, how is that going to work? How is that going to go together? Well, you share the basketball because none of these guys have these egos. All these guys want to do is win. That's the one mm -hmm. thing missing from all of their careers. Probably probably not DeRozan's because DeRozan's made those deep runs, but he's also been labeled as a guy who can't win. They put mm -hmm. that label on him in Toronto. Mm -hmm. You can't beat LeBron. You don't know how to win. You can't do it. You couldn't even carry the spur. What are you doing? So they look at him in that way. I don't because, dude, going deep in the playoffs is winning, okay? So it's going to be interesting just to see that on the floor come together, Matt. And I think it will because they talked about how – Billy talked about how Lonzo is going basically going to be that point guard. Mm -hmm. He's going to be the run run the show. And I, I, I don't want to get too further into that. But, but yeah. It's going to be fun to watch, I think, in my opinion. It's going to be fun to watch. Uh, here's another uh, bit of quote from Donovan talking about the offense, saying, DeMar and Zach are great in space. We're going to have to get faster. Lonzo is as good of a passer there is. To play to his strengths, we're going to have to get out and See? run. So that kind of goes along what you were saying with, with Lonzo and really finding moments to play a quicker brand of basketball. Because, look, we know – that if, if for whatever reason the games are grindy kind of games, the game slows down, fourth quarter game slows down, mm -hmm. we know that DeRozan in the half court can be very effective. We know DeRozan mm -hmm. battling and finding his shots in the mid-range and or getting to the free throw line at a very successful rate can work for this mm -hmm. team and an element they did not have last season. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like, by and large, what Billy really wants to do with Lonzo and his amazing court vision his full mm -hmm. court vision and full court passing ability with zach mm -hmm. and damar is run get out yeah. and run uh yeah. especially when you think about the style of play you might be seeing at the beginning of the season when some of the bigs are on the shelf you know mm -hmm. maybe you don't have patrick williams maybe you're trying to figure out what to do and play in smaller lineups and if you're playing smaller lineups and maybe sacrificing that kind of stuff like defensive rebounding etc cetera, etc cetera, what you got to do is run. And that sounds like what Billy really wants to do. Yeah, man. And what I liked about it is he said a lot of the things that you and I have said over the past few weeks about how this offense is going to work. Uh, being in transition, uh, like you said, uh, a running team. And also, he talked about my favorite word. And you know it, Matt, because I talked about it all the time. IQ. <laughs> they talked about guys having high IQ on this team. You know I talk about that all the time. And for them to sit there and mention that just warmed the cockles of my heart 
And I was very, very excited about that because it lets me know that they're listening and they're paying attention to these kind of things, which is what all good coaches in front offices should be doing. So knowing that we have that and knowing that he's like, no, Lonzo is going to be point. And keep in mind, this dude had CP3. So he understands I'm running point guards. He had Shea Gildas Alexander. He understands point guards. He had Russell Westbrook, okay? These guys understand point guardsmanship and how it works. So knowing he sees that kind of thing in Lonzo, like, nope, it's going to start and end with this dude right here. You guys just need to run and get out on the break. That's going to be a fun brand of basketball is all I'm telling you. It's going. He wants to be a fun brand of basketball. Now, the other thing he also touched on, and I, and I don't want to get ahead of you because I don't know if you're going to go here yet, but he, talk, he talked about the defense and, mm-hmm. and, and what this team is going to have to do on the defensive end. Because he was like, on paper, we should be a good scoring team. I get that. We should be a scoring team. But what we're going to do is have to prove it on the defensive end. These guys are going to have to be better at that if we're going to mm-hmm. make the if we're going to go as far as he thinks that they should go. The, and I'm paraphrasing him. But if he's going to go as right. far as he thinks that they should go, they're going to have to do it on that defensive end. I'd love to hear in that stuff. Because everything he talked, Matt, it was like he, he talked like, we really are out here earning this respect because we're like, mm-hmm. we, we've done nothing. Like all your excitement is good and we want your excitement and that's cool, but we got to go out here and prove it. And it's not going to start on the offensive end. It's going to start on defensive end because the only way you can run is when you get the rebound and mm-hmm. then you run. That's how it yeah. starts. That's how your transition offense is going to begin. So that I'm, I'm so glad he, he touched on that for sure. Yeah, he did say when it comes to, I think he was asked a question about a lack of size, you know, maybe not uh, right. a lot of yeah, yeah. bigs in, in his front court and saying, how are you going to make up for that? And, and you know, it, I guess it was fairly cookie cutter answer, but he, he was talking about it being a, you know, a team effort, a group effort. We got to get rebounding from everybody uh, to, you know, to secure the final element of a defensive stop, which is getting that defensive rebound. Um, there, there are capable rebounders at the, the one through three spots on this team. And there is size on the one through three spots on this team. And that is something that I hope Billy will really hammer home with his guys on a nightly basis, especially out of the gate this season. Look, we want to get out and run. You got to get that rebound. You, you gotta get that rebound. I don't care who gets that rebound, but get that freaking rebound. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I wanted to touch on with Billy's comments, and then we can move on to the players, Dave. I don't know if you heard his thoughts about Patrick Williams, um, not necessarily about the injury, but he was, I think he was asked a question about, you know, what did you say to Patrick Williams from, you know, end of rookie year going into off season? What do you want this young man to work on coming into year two? And Billy said that the key for him watching Pete up his rookie year was conditioning, conditioning, conditioning. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played 71 to 72 games, started 69 of them, I believe. And Billy said it's not like he was out of shape, but right. the the grueling schedule, especially in the you know weird jumbled COVID 2021 schedule, he mm-hmm. said he thought that took a toll on Patrick a little bit and that at times he looked gassed. And at yes. times, you know, especially because Billy said to him every night, hey, go guard LeBron, go guard Kawhi, <laughs> go guard Devin Booker for crying out loud. That's obviously right. Billy knows that he he put that on Patrick and was also complimentary of the way Patrick handled it. But and you and I talked about it back when we were watching summer league games. Patrick Williams looks more fit like yes. this summer. He yeah. put work in on his body and he looks a little slimmed down and a little like toned up. Yeah, muscular yeah. you know mm-hmm. uh as far as his, his body 
And that, I think, I'm, I'm glad Billy talked about that, but it also made me think we were talking in our previous episode about, oh, Patrick's injury and what, what does this do? And not only missing training camp, but all of that conditioning work he had done in the summer, he's going to be on the shelf four to six weeks. He's going to come back and he's going to have no wind. <laughs> That's a good point, Matt. Um, because it's an ankle injury and you're not supposed to run on a sprained ankle. So yeah, that's, that's definitely going to hurt that, but you're right. Because first of all, Patrick Williams is not out of shape at all, any stretch of the imagination. So when he was like, he was gassed, I'm sure that was uh, like you said, Matt guarding the best player on the team every single night, uh, a condensed crazy COVID schedule and coming in, not playing more than over 40 games, you know, from college and things like mm-hmm. that. So all of that, combined the fact is that's why they call it the rookie wall you know when guys hit it we saw Kobe White hit it um once before in his rookie season so that's kind of where that comes in and I'm glad to know he was gassed because that lets me know yes he's a human being (laughs) he was 19 years old so um and you're right Matt I mean the word I kept using for how he came in the summer league was lean like he just looked Mm -hmm. lean and Mm -hmm. cut and Mm -hmm. like he's ready to run and there was no point in time where I just thought that he was gassed. And I think the key point of that was in that summer league game in the fourth quarter. He looked like the most energetic person on the floor. And you know mm-hmm. the game I'm talking about when, when, right. I, when I speak about that, the one yep. he just kind of took over. So that excited me uh, uh, to no end, watching him do that in summer league. But you're right, Matt. That's a great point. Having that that severe sprain, how is he going to keep up his conditioning? that he worked on so hard leading up to this training camp. Because like Matt said, you're going to miss training camp now. That's where you're supposed to get your win. That's where you're supposed to get everything right and together. You're going to miss that and kind of be thrown right into the fire because you're the starter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There is a lot riding on you. And we depend on you defensively as well. So maybe there's some NBA veterans uh, like DeMar DeRozan and, and, and even Zach Levine and even Vooch that could kind of teach him like how he can get get away with certain things while he's trying to get his win on the floor. You know, certain mm-hmm. things he can rest on, uh, certain things he – I don't want to say the word cheat. Well, but if he's, you got, know, if he's got LeBron's number, he could definitely ask LeBron. Yeah. LeBron's been doing <laughs> right. that for the right. better part of the last decade. Yeah, whatever he's doing, yeah, follow that. That's what you do. Okay, that's the answer. Hey, call him and whatever he did. Yeah, follow that. So, yeah, I'm sure those veterans will have some stuff for him. He can talk to Caruso too. Maybe Caruso knows some stuff too uh, as far as what LeBron did. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, we we got to get to some of our favorite comments uh, and, and quotes from Bulls players at media day. Before mm-hmm. that, though, I want to tell you all about the best new play fantasy basketball. If you listen to this podcast, you I'm know. guessing there's a decent chance you play fantasy basketball. In 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being mm-hmm. won and lost based on whose players had more scheduled games that week. It made no sense. Required very mm. little strategy. So in 2020, mm. Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball, and it's called Game Pick, and it's only available on the Sleeper app. In Game Pick, oh. owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's total score, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. The days of losing because your opponent's players simply had more games that week than your players, that's over. The days of mindless daily busy work are over. The days of giving up halfway through the season because of, yeah, that dumb old busy work, also <laughs> over. In game picks, you make you pick one game per week for each player okay. on your team based on things like player matchups, home versus away, opponents, defensive rankings, pace of play, and more. All that adds up to more strategy, more fun, and less 
busy work and oh. actually winning fantasy basketball if you are better at it than the person you're playing against. Sounds so, awesome. sleeper cracked the fantasy basketball code. That's what they did. It's that simple. If you play fantasy football, if you prefer building out a weekly strategy, a weekly lineup versus a daily busy work kind of fantasy, you're going to love game picks. So mm. download the sleeper app today and start a league with your friends. You will not be disappointed. Oh, perfection, Matthew Peck. How do I follow that? Now we're back, guys. Well, and we are I mean, better. we, we got to check in and see if Troy's kid was was entertained or not. <laughs> That's that would. And if he, and if he wasn't, whatever. You can't win them all. <laughs> you can't win them all, man. Oh man. But can I talk to him for a second? Let me talk back to him because Troy's kid, you shouldn't be doing this yet. But soon enough, your father should. And that's because we're back and better than ever, baby. All eyes on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all your pro and college football action this season. Now, with a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. All you got to do is head to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today, receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use that promo code, though, NFL100. All the sports, y'all, football, basketball, boxing, because you know that big fight is coming up in a couple weeks, man. You know you got to put some money down. Don't wait. Take advantage of all these amazing offers, man, that are available through the 2021 season. Because you got to use your promo code locked on. Don't forget that one either, baby. Locked on on your promo code. Bet online. Your online sports book experts. Mm. Mm. Might even put a few bet, a few more bets down this Monday night. Few more? <laughs> you got you got me all ramped up and excited about gambling, Dave. Can we all hopped up on Mountain Dew, Dave? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Let's now dive into some of the things we heard for players. We're already at the half hour mark, so maybe maybe we'll talk Zach and we can maybe save some of the other players for for a, another sure. episode following later in the week. But but we I feel like we have to start with Zach Big Dave because mm-hmm. biggest star, biggest name, th- a lot of what happens this season is about Zach. So, mm-hmm. here it is. He's facing the media, taking questions from the field, and here comes Kelly. Oh, Here Joe. comes Cali with his, well, you know, how do you feel about the contract situation, this and that? And Zach basically, <laughs> uh, and I'll paraphrase this, says, team first guy, excited about the moves we, we made, as in like, hey, if I get that max contract this summer, we don't get these guys. Um, mm-hmm. And then saying he's not worried about his contract. It's about mm-hmm. winning. It's about mm-hmm. winning. And I'm yeah. excited to play with all of these high IQ, selfless teammates that I have now. That was okay. Zach's first answer, basically follow-up Joe Cowley but are you sure there isn't an added level of pressure in this season (laughs) to play well for the team to win because the whole contract situation because Cowley gonna Cowley and this (laughs) maybe was my favorite moment of the whole media day Big Dave Zach Levine probably sick of all of these questions about contract took that word pressure from Cowley's question and turned it on him on a dime he and did. he said, no, <laughs> no, I don't feel pressure. I'm playing basketball. Mm-hmm. A, a single mom waking up and worrying every day about how she's going to provide for her family. Mm. That's pressure. Mm. And I was like, yes, yes, Zach. Yes. 
Hey, Joe, why don't you take this controversy that isn't a controversy that you're trying to drum up right now and, and, and go home? Because no one mm. wants to hear it. And Zach clearly mm. doesn't want to hear it. Good on Zach for taking that follow-up question from Callie about contract pressure and putting things into perspective. And again, you and I both have mad respect for Joe Callie. Dude's been oh, on yes. the on the job for a long time, and mm. nobody does what Joe does as well as Joe does it. That's but true. in this particular instance, I'm glad that not only the Bulls VP of Basketball Ops, but Zach, the player himself, said, dude, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was it was it just went with the theme of today, Matt, which was all truth, no BS. Mm -hmm. Like that was the theme of the day for me. Like guys were straight up and straightforward, and it was no BS behind anything they said. And Zach just felt like an extension of the front office. Like it just really did. It felt like an extension of something AK would would have told him. And I mean, he flipped. You're right, Matt. When I heard it, when I was sitting there watching, I was like, oh, all right, a little spicy right there, Zach. And then it was the way. It was the way after he said it, he was like, pressure. I play basketball. Like, he laughed about it. Like, yeah, pressure? Yeah. What are you talking about, dude? All right. Next question. You know what I mean? I was like, wow. That It felt it felt very much like something a star does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was a yeah. very star moment. You know what I'm saying? Because it gives you something to go back to. And some, it gives you a nice sound bite that you can play with because this is your best player. It wasn't just your everything, you know, oh, we're just here to play. We're going to be tough, this and that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, pressure, you know, makes guys better and all that. No, pressure. <laughs> like, are you kidding me, dude? I don't, I'm blessed. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't have to wake up and worry about these things like that. That's pressure. You know, taking care of your kids and your family by yourself is pressure. What I'm doing, putting the ball in the hoop and getting paid millions of dollars, I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I loved it so much, man. It felt like he was radiating the whole time he was answering that question. It was great. It kind of reminded me of the fact that we were fed a lie for a long time from the Bulls organization that, oh, there's such great communication and trust throughout every yeah. nook and cranny of the organization, yeah. from ownership, management, from the coaching staff, down to the players, people of people in our building, right? They were so <laughs> obsessed with just shoveling, shoveling, shoveling piles of that same old rotten, stinking lie in the faces of their fans as if we yeah. were all dumb enough to believe it. Yeah, yeah. Now you hear a vice president of basketball ops say something and you say your franchise player, face of the franchise, all-star player, basically give the same answer to this dumb question. Mm. And that is a real example of we all showed up today on the same page. Oh. The contract, yeah, we'll we'll figure that out. We didn't figure it out this summer because look at all my awesome new teammates I get to play with this year. <laughs> Yeah, that is now, a player and management being on the same page compared yes. to in years past. They tried to tell us that they were. It was like, yeah. oh, Jimmy drama this and Hoiberg drama that and Jim Boyle. Yeah. No, it was a lie. Now mm -hmm. it's it's actually being displayed to us in a way that is believable. Yeah. And I, I even like the way, Matt, when he spoke about his teammates as well. I even enjoyed that. Like when he got on DeMar DeRozan. And they and they started speaking about him, how he just kind of stopped mid-sentence himself and was like, but y'all make no mistake, this dude is still in his prime. <laughs> make no mistake, this dude is still good. Like stuff like that just just made me like, yeah, this is the, this is a star. This is exactly how the leader is supposed to be talking right now. And he talked about that as well. It's things that he would work was working on, like his leadership. He wanted to be a better leader. 
Like, if it's anybody we know, Matt, that I'm player wise, I'm saying who we've seen who who is always just continue to say, not only say it, but show it. <laughs> it's Zach Levine. He talked about I want to be better on defense. Well, he went out, he showed it. You know what I mean? I want to be a, a better leader. Well, now he's going out and he's showing it. He's trying to show these guys. And what also did it for you is the players like, I wanted to come play with Zach Levine. That's leader stuff. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's stuff that happens for leaders, man. And you saw all of that in this press conference. Also, you know one of my favorite things he said, Matt, when they when they asked him, what is the difference between this year and your previous years? I loved his response to that because it wasn't what I would have said, but you, you, what I said, you saw it written all over his face. You saw it because he gave you the quick little spiel at the beginning. Well, you know, just being in the league, you know, it's tough. You know, every season is going to be tough. With that said, <laughs> this season has been great. This is awesome because we're coming in focused. You, I, it was great because he gave that spiel. He gave you that little bit spread on there. And then he said, now let's get to the real of this. This season right here is the one I'm talking about. And he he couldn't say the things that you know he wants to. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what Matt and I are here for. <laughs> it's to say the things that we assume that he's feeling and thinking. But man, Matt, it just, you just see it. It feels like a weight is gone from him. And mm-hmm. and that's just kind of how he's acting. And then you saw a lot of that at the, this conference today. It was great. Yeah, it, it really was great. And, you know, you mentioned the the leadership stuff. He also talked about that when answering a question from Will Perdue when he was talking to our, you know, our old buddies for, as part of their media day coverage. Because um, I think Will's question was framed something like, how do you take all of the the frenzy of all the, you know, organizational changes, all of the mm-hmm. roster overhaul, and then coming into this season and focus on what what do I need to do better Mm-hmm. to make us a winning team finally mm-hmm. and his answer was leadership uh, yes. because when you think about the dynamics of this team coming up this year Dave and like oh god my brain just went to a little thing called the three alphas year and how horribly <laughs> that went when you think about the fact that Vooch and DeRozan have more individual accolades than Zach Levine yeah DeRozan four-time all-star two-time all-nba Vooch multi-time all-star Zach one all-star team Vooch yeah. and DeRozan have not neither of them have been to the NBA mountaintop, but they've True. both at least been in NBA playoff games. True. I think it's interesting that it seems we are on the same page, and I and it seems like the Bulls are also that like DeRozan came here. Like, yeah, they brought Vooch in a trade, and Vooch and Zach only had a little bit of time to build some chemistry last year, uh, but before Zach was you know out, out for health and safety protocols. To me, it seems like everyone around the organization and all of us tuning in are on the same page that this is Zach Levine's team. Like, yes. even even though he yes. is younger than mm. Vooch and younger than Demar, and they have mm. more experience in other ways, and they can bring what they can to the table, both on the court and in the locker room, when it comes to veteran leadership and veteran experience. This is Zach Levine's team, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. There's no doubt about it, and there's no if, ands, or buts. He is the one. He is the one that everybody uh, has shown up for. He is the one that guys are going to follow. He's he's your star. And I mean, to, just to elevate, I mean, you went to Team USA, and you came back with the gold medal. Like you're the one. You know what I mean? You're the star. Like guys want to come and play with you, and 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 just uh, it just excites me, man. And hearing him talk about being here in Chicago and, and being here with the team 
just to offer you uh, uh, another side of it, I was watching some of Zion Williamson in his press conference, and they asked mm-hmm. him about being in New Orleans. Does he like it there? Does he want to be there and stay there? And it was a lot like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or Carl Anthony Towns, the poor oh, man. Oh, Carl Anthony Towns. My man. God, I, I can't wait till he shows up here. That's going to be great. <laughs> he's, he's, he's ready to roll. Come on home, Carl. Just come on home, baby. Come on home. Like, we'll be here. Come on home. But just hearing those guys talk, you know that there's something there as far as dissension is concerned. Mm-hmm. I don't feel any of that. Because even when they asked that, what did it feel like hearing what AK said to you as far as him valuing him? He was like, oh, it means a lot. He was mm-hmm. like, it means a whole lot. He was like, obviously, we still got stuff we got to go prove as far as the team. Right. But But coming from him, it means a lot. That's the quote. Right. <laughs> coming from him it means a lot okay not your coach you know what i'm saying not your assistant gm shout out to uh, jj oh nothing like that but my goodness coming from the dude who is the architect and the leader of running this organization if it's coming from him that means a lot man to a player especially going into this kind of contract year he wants to be here y'all we got a star who people want to play with who wants to be here <laughs> it's a beautiful time it's a beautiful Whoa. time Imagine, all over the place, man. Imagine that. <laughs> all and, over the you know, place. I, I think when it comes to Zach's leadership this season and taking a bigger mm-hmm. step in that, obviously experience with the Olympic team will help another year under his belt as being finally seen as one of the stars of this league will help. Yeah. But I think that there is something to be said for Zach having an easier time taking a leadership role this year say compared to last year, year prior, mm. when not as much will be asked of him on the court every mm. single night. Because mm. you would see Zach get frustrated at times over the last couple of seasons. The Bulls lose a close game. Zach's getting double teamed late in the game. Can't do anything about it. And is being yeah. asked to be more of a floor general than he really is naturally suited to be. And yeah. he's got a usage percent up there flirting around 40. And he's like, what do I got to do? <laughs> I got no help. What do I got to do? Yeah. And that you could say, I mean, like, and he was from day one throughout all of that, a couple of nights you would see the frustration or you would hear it in his postgame thoughts on another grueling loss. But for the most part, he was a good soldier who said all the right things and did all the right things. But even just the body language from Zach some nights, yeah. the frustration, yes. the the looks yes. of helplessness on his face. Yeah, if he man. doesn't, if he doesn't have to be doing that every night because he's sitting around every night saying, "For God's sake, can I get some freaking help around here?" <laughs> he will be in a better mental state and a frame of mind to lead yeah. in a positive way, more so than he ever has before in his career. Yeah, very true, Matt. And I loved how he spoke about um, when, of course, they asked him the question about scores. And mm-hmm. how are you guys going to play with these elite scores? He again, once again, said my favorite word. We are all high IQ guys. All of them. He was like, we know what we're going to do. And and the other thing is they're all unselfish. Like, just hearing him speak this way, man. Like, it's just like, you're the leader. You're the one. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. yes, you're the one. This is your team. You know what I mean? And he knows it. And not only does he knows it, it's being reinforced to him. Not only right. by DeMar, Vooch, and Zoe and all those guys, but by your coach, by your leader in the front office, by Mark Eversley, by everybody here in Chicago. We know what it is. It's your team. It's, it's your time. Like, what you want to do, Zach? We rolling with you, period. I also love what Billy Donovan said. Uh, 
as far as, and because you kind of mentioned it, you kind of touched on it right there as far as his usage rate and things like that, how he doesn't want him to do that as much this year anymore. And he said, it's not that I don't think he can do it. He's like, I just think he's, I think we got Zoe now who's a little bit better at doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. What? You got a point guard that can actually do stuff like that on your team? Yes. It's so, y'all, Bulls fans feel me. If y'all not Bulls fans, y'all just watching this. First of all, thank y'all. But Bulls fans feel me. And this is why I'm so excited when I talk like this because we're not used to this. This is this is not this is new. Like hearing this common sense stuff is stuff we've been screaming about for years. So for it to finally be click and and you see it happening in front of you, it's like, "Wow, yes, thank you. You understand me. You're listening to me." Now, yeah. you got me excited to watch preseason basketball as opposed to dreading it. Now I can't wait to see it, man. But yeah, Zach Levine, Matt, he is the man. I expect another good season from Zach. I expect another all-star season from Zach. Um, mm-hmm. I do like what Kendall Gill said. He gave him a challenge. You know, oh, and I'm, he you challenged heard him to make all defense, yes. right? Yeah, I heard yes. that. <laughs> challenged him to make all defense, man. And he was like, well, you know, I take challenges. You know what I'm saying? We'll see how it works. We'll see how it goes down. So yeah. I appreciate that kind of stuff, man, because I think he listens to that and takes that to heart. Um, when guys like he Kendall, also, Gill Kendall also challenged him to make the playoffs because Kendall said, I want that yeah. playoff money. <laughs> Which Kendall said to me all the time. All the time. Over, over our two years together at NBC doing Outsiders, I, like it would be like mid-November, and I was like, let's get the tank out. Like, this is garbage. I'm done. Yeah. And yeah. Kendall's like, you don't want the team to be good. Or when we would argue about Derrick Rose, whether or not the Bulls should go get Derrick Rose to come home. And I was like, no, bad idea. Give him space. Give us space. And he was like, you don't want the Bulls to win. Why don't you want the Bulls to win? Don't you like money? All the time, Kendall. All the time. It was it's what he led with. <laughs> it was about that buddy. When they got DeMar DeRozan and they showed his first interview, and I saw it on Twitter, they're like, Kendall, how you feel about the trade? That playoff money, baby. <laughs> playoff money. That's all he talked about, man. That thing is real. And I feel him on that, man. Like it's it, you gotta get it, man. And it's time, Bulls fans. It's time for us to end this drought. It because it's over. Like, let let it rain down, man. It's time for raining down of good basketball, man. It's time for y'all to have all it is joy logically and hopefully combine it together it feels good yeah i mean speaking of logic uh we'll wrap up with this you also were talking about how it feels good to just hear so much common sense from every direction whether God, it's really yes. donovan talking about scheme his players talking about scheme mm-hmm. um we'll, we'll tease our our next episode with this because we still, still want to get into more thoughts and, and comments from these players from media day including yeah. demar Derozan and vooch and lonzo ball who we didn't talk about much today but this was DeMar DeRozan at one point on Media Day when okay. asking about the fit, right, with him okay. and Zach. Quote, it's basketball. You put me out there and I'll figure it out. It's a simple game. End quote. <laughs> not not that complicated. Basketball is basketball. This is what maybe, it is. Maybe, maybe DeMar should also, like, get a part-time job uh, subbing in as Matt Nagy's coach on Sundays. <laughs> oh, please. Get him in there. He can't do any worse. I think he has common sense. I already know he has a high IQ. You think DeMar would know to have a little bit more protection than just five on the line when you're dropping back to pass all all day? Why you want to bring me down, man? I was doing so good. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) I was doing so good. Forget I said anything. Forget I said anything. (laughs) I was doing so right. Oh, man. That's it, though. I mean, DeMar, it's a simple game. Hey, everybody, we're going to figure it out. It's basketball. I'll figure out how I fit with Zach and vice versa and Vooch and Lonzo. We got a lot of fun pieces. And, and we all heard from him today, media day. 
Uh, so exciting. So exciting. We're a week away from the Bulls' first preseason game. Um, wow. Wow. Wow, man. Wow. Wow. And, and, it's, and it's so exciting. And they had on white. They had on white jerseys. Ah! Only one more thing to do. Only one more thing left, man. Only one more thing left. I know you want the, I know you want the uh, screen. I know you want that. One more thing left, Matt. Get the statue outside. That's it. <laughs> Get the statue outside. That's all I need. Get Please. the statue outside. Please. 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 It is a We're landmark. <laughs> it's where it belongs. In the sky. Let Mike be where he is in his natural habitat, baby. Outside with the people. Oh, dunking on eight people on the statue. Still ain't a better statue than that. I'm sorry. It ain't. It ain't. That, that's, that statue is super broad, man. For real. We'll uh, we'll we'll uh, draft a letter to AK uh, and, and tell him, hey, I don't. You I, heard all like, oh, look at look at this look at this cute little you know whatever that is they call that now the indoor area where the statue is now atrium I, yeah the atrium, atrium yeah. thank you uh-huh. yeah it's so dumb that I forgot the word for where it is <laughs> oh well, we put it in the atrium la di da get it outside nobody needs Let to be with atrium. the people. That's right. Let me be out there with the Blackhawk State. What's that? Atrium. <laughs> atrium. Put the statue out on Madison. Come on now. I love oh. how you look like Lewis Black right now. <laughs> Dude, that's me in 15 years. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right, that'll be it for today. We will get to more from Media Day Reactions in our following <laughs> episode. So be sure to keep an eye out for that. In the meantime, hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Bulls underscore Peck. He's at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. You can Bow. send us an email, LockedOnBulls at gmail.com. Hit us up on the text voicemail line, text voicemail line, 331-979-1369. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you aren't already. And thanks to those of you who have here on this fun YouTube stuff that we're doing for the last few months and moving forward. Big Dave. Yes. Let's let's uh, let's do this again tomorrow with our let's same happy again. attitudes and forget let's that the beers never existed, right? Okay, it, it never happened, man. It's out of my brain. It's done. Bulls Media Day, baby. More to talk. More to talk, baby. More to talk. We'll see you next time. Until then, for Big Dave, I'm Matt. See Red. Be good. Peace out. <laughs>